Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Welcome to the program, all you tuppies out there. <laughs> what up, tuppies? Uh, I want to say, Jordan, mm-hmm. real quick, because I, I, I like to give, and we'll introduce our guest in a moment. I like to give credit where it's due. By the way, I should say that before we started... I think you were in the restroom. Yeah. Going potty. Yeah. <laughs> like like oh, you do sometimes. That's what you assume I was doing. <laughs> were you were you having shooting a... up, yes. Oh, shooting up. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh maybe you were pulling yourself off, but no. <laughs> wait, pulling myself off. So is that a way of saying masturbating? Here's okay. Detour. <laughs> Let's remember what we were talking about. Okay. You shooting heroin. We'll right. get back to it. Right. Um so I when you work when you work for at midnight as I do mm-hmm. you have to make a lot of jokes that involve masturbation. Yeah, sure. Well, young men love at midnight because it's a hilarious show. Sure, young men love <laughs> masturbation. They sure it's do. It's the one thing they all have in common. It makes them feel great. And it helps them get to sleep. Exactly. <laughs> J O T K O. Right. Got it. Um, <laughs> And and you'll you'll kind of you can notice who because there's a lot of great writers on that show, and you can tell who wrote something by how they talk about masturbation. Uh huh. I say cranking it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nick Weiger, uh, pulling yourself off. <laughs> That's not a phrase. I think it is. I it don't sounds like it's it. from the twenties. Mm, don't you I think don't it think... sounds like ah? Oh, Al Capone was pulling himself off before. Jordan, you know that Elliot I Elliot Ness bust down the door and broke up his hooch ring. You know that I have Shouldn't a have pulled great... yourself off, Mr. Capone. I have a great regard yeah. for our friend and your colleague, mm-hmm. Nick Weiger. Mm-hmm. Wonderful podcaster, a decent man. Oh, also one I'll... of the funniest guys there is. Can I can I also just mention something so as not to gender this more yeah. than it already is? Another great writer on the show, Chelsea Davidson, mm-hmm. coined uh, coined the term for the female spank bank as mash cash. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, if I want everybody out there, if you, I want you to try and use mash cash in conversation. Find old Chelsea Davidson on Twitter. Send her a thanks. Mash cash. It's a useful phrase. Don't send her a weird tweet about mash cash, though. Oh, I'll yeah, I'll make sure to tell her that these are coming. By the way, <laughs> so she's not terrified. Um, anyway, I was just going to say I yeah. I hold Nick Weiger in the highest regard, but I will differ mm-hmm. with him on whether pulling yourself off is a real <laughs> phrase and whether anyone should eat at Del Taco. <laughs> two th- two points of divergence mm-hmm. between. I hold him in the highest esteem, mm-hmm. I want to be clear. But what I wanted to give you credit for, Jordan, yeah, if I can get back to the A storyline What are we here. talking about? Yeah. Let's introduce our yeah, guest. Yeah, you K-holing, right? Let's introduce our guest, one of our favorite guests. And that's not an euphemism for masturbation, by the way. It means it's like being in like a heroin daze? Mm, no, it's a different drug. Okay. It's a tranquilizer. Huh. Dan, <laughs> what an interesting episode this is. So Dan, far. Dan will know. Our guest on this week's program is a celebrated memoirist and novelist. He's the one of the hosts of the Moth uh, podcast. Right, I'm getting that right. Right, I know that there's different hosts on different parts of the Moth. There's dip. There's you there, host. There do are. you always host the Moth mm-hmm. podcast? I when I'm in town, I host the Moth 
podcast. Okay, so he's a lot of almost always. Mind. And then yeah. sometimes do you host the radio version? Or never? Uh, I think I've only been on there as a storyteller. Okay. Um, I haven't been on there as a host. Dan Kennedy is his name. Oh, and One I, of the, our favorite guys. And the thing I was going to compliment you on, Dan, was before we started, you're like, and I'm not going to be one of those guys who talks before I'm introduced. So thank you. Yeah. And, and you Dan, sure didn't. You sure didn't talk before you were introduced. I'm going to uh I'm going to compliment Dan on his tasteful floral shirt, mm-hmm. uh which makes him look like a, an enormous elf. I do <laughs> like I, an attractive enormous yeah. elf. So what I'm sort of what I'm aiming for is like sexy storytelling elf. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a super like that's a thing that that hasn't really super hugely hit yet. You but. have elfin you have a f- you have an elfin feature without an elfin scale. Yeah, that's 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 one of the things I'm going for. I call it forced elf perspective. <laughs> right. It's sort of a It's a science thing. It's a little bit of a science thing. I just want to say too that uh one it was it was wonderful to have some assistance in figuring out what the hell it is I do because uh-huh. uh, we were both I like that we were both equally confused. You were like, "Do you host the podcast the moth podcast all the time?" And I was like, "I think I do, but then sometimes other I mean, I'm gone you and know calls me and I'm in periodically LA. you head over to the Argo Studios to visit Paul Ruest. <laughs> <laughs> and the two of you lay down some tracks. It's also He's different wearing now, a though. Guatemalan vest. It's also different now. This though. is that's a that's a pod that's a, a little referential humor for an audience of zero. Yeah, <laughs> me this, and Dan Kennedy, no Paul Ruest. <laughs> um. Anyway, anyway, I I don't want to get too far off of this a plot here. <laughs> The, Which is how do you refer to jerking off? No, the, that's the B plot. Hold on, Dan. Where do but, you stand? Well, let me tell you one thing okay. that um, that that. So you know, without giving too big of a peek behind the curtain, which by the way is a '40s reference for <laughs> masturbating. Oh, Judas um, having a peek behind the curtain. <laughs> That's right. So um, that was like a post-jazz age mm-hmm. uh, way of My saying My 40s it. voice and 20s voice are the same, by the way. Yeah, everybody's. Anything before 1970. Oh, you just talk like this. <laughs> That's right. I just want to say that without... I'm headed to Woodstock to see Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Why? Yeah. I, when I get there, I'll be doing some acid. <laughs> well, I'm looking, f- I'm looking forward to Altamont. Oh, yes, indeed. Oh, man. Ah. Altamont was a bummer. <laughs> That's the day the 60s died. I'm going to go camping with my friend Charlie Manson. <laughs> yeah. That's also was the that day that... Was that the 70s? That was in the 70s, I, I think. I think that's okay. the day that the dialect changed, too, yeah. was Altamont. Oh. It was like, why I'm on my way to see the Rolling Stones yeah. at Altamont. These Hells Angels, boys, sure will keep me safe. I... Oh, no. Now I talk like this. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I'm into Steely Dan now. <laughs> they, like, stabbed everybody. <laughs> It was um, harsh. I enjoy the drumming of Neil Pert now. <laughs> Dan, what uh, what do you call it? Cranking it? <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. We got to resolve gonna... the B plot before we get back to the A plot. I was going to say. I was going to say before. Uh... Isn't this more of a D plot? <laughs> it is because it involves the D. Before, uh, like I said, I didn't want to give too much of a peek behind the Max Fun curtain, but mm-hmm. but the situation when you're on JJ Go in the headquarters, in the worldwide headquarters, not the remote situation, is that you you hang out in the booth with Jordan and mm-hmm. with Jesse, and you kind of wait for like it to come to the part where you all start talking. And I just want to say it's a little 
it's a little weird being between two uh, grown men who are talking about masturbating <laughs> and sitting perfectly silently between you two <laughs> while you discuss it and just going, uh-huh, Damn, uh-huh. Should I, imagine. Okay, are they almost done? <laughs> should I leave? <laughs> I? There was that moment where I was like, I think most guests just busy themselves in their phone. Yeah. By the way, busying yourself with your phone. (laughs) That's how those millennials is the new. I would say new term. I would say, Dan, that you should think about what it's like to have two grown men whisper about masturbation directly (laughs) into your ears, Mm -hmm. because that's the at-home experience. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that. Okay, let's get off of Jo's because I got a KO for you. (laughs) Sure. I want to compliment you, Jordan, because last week on the program, we brought up a couple of major initiatives Mm -hmm. slash topics, okay? Mm -hmm. Number one, we decided that from this point forward, all Jordan, Jesse, go listen. And by we, I mean I. Mm -hmm. All Jordan, Jordan, Jesse, go listeners would be known as tuppies, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, is spelled Mm T-U-P-P-Y in the singular, T-U-P-P-I-E-S in the plural. That was our first thing. That has received, I'm going to say, a largely positive response Mm -hmm. with some very vociferous dissents. (laughs) Sure. Some extremely. So overall. Do you think that the people who hate tuppies are the same people who hate the sound of Brian laughing? (laughs) Yes. Is that a diagram? (laughs) What's that diagram look like, I guess? I think it's it's like a circle and underneath it is written the word normal. Mm -hmm. Sure. Just normal human beings can't bear this. Um, the other uh, the other big initiative that I announced, mm-hmm. of course, was Jordan Jesse Go's scholarship for lifelong learning, um, which is going to be awarded March twentieth at the beginning of the Max Fund Drive to the person who wears the biggest hat. But they have to walk one block, block right. one block right. in the hat. Um, right. And you know the finalists will be decided by Brian, mm-hmm. and the winner will be decided by a blue ribbon panel. And I will be announcing the blue ribbon panel on this program. Uh, however, That's... today or at a later date? Uh, 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 you mean will will they be decided? They'll be decided at a later date. Okay. And unless this program, oh, I see what you mean. No, yeah. I mean on this episode of this program. Okay. Unless we keep recording until it is a literal later date. Yeah. I mean it's nighttime. <laughs> That's true. We could yeah we could uh, we could go past past midnight or just cross the international deadline. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, then we. <laughs> And we turn into mogwais, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah. Um, but Jordan, I wanted to congratulate you because mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to, and <clears throat> I would expect nothing less of you because you are a professional mimeticist mm-hmm. sure. uh, as an employee yeah. at uh, uh, the At Midnight program, mm-hmm. uh, generating internet memes sure. is part of your business. Mm-hmm. You complained briefly on the program <laughs> about being unable to start the meme. <laughs> of kitty cats in Amazon Prime boxes. Yeah. Well, the meme has blossomed. <laughs> it, it's you here. Know how, you know how Amazon Web Services went down the other day? Mm-hmm. I'm convinced it's because of the popularity of pictures of cats inside of Amazon Prime I'm going to be talking talking about this with Kathy Lee and Hoda next week. Absolutely. It's going straight to the top. Yeah. So I just wanted to congratulate Thank you, you on that. I yeah. thought you Thank might you. want to introduce a, uh, a hashtag or something so people can check it out. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah. So cats in Amazon Prime boxes. Yeah. Prime, um, prime pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. No. I mean, I think if you're searching prime pussy, <laughs> right? 
you're going to get a Most, variety of things. Yeah. A announcements variety. from yeah. the office of the president. <laughs> yeah. You know what? How about this? Let's combine cats yeah. and Amazon's terrific streaming content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hashtag the cat in the high castle. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say like uh, cat bosh. <laughs> Let's go Cat Bosch. Okay, great. Yeah. So hashtag Cat Bosch. Bosch spelled B-O-S-C-H, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, you'll check that out. I also saw someone with a small toddler and a baby in Amazon boxes. That's which pretty good. She was claiming were hairless cats. Mm. Um, I'm not so sure. Yeah, that's... By the way, unable to start the meme is a euphemism for something. <laughs> Just so you know, don't go saying it like everywhere. As I've gotten older, I've had a much more difficult time starting the meme. (laughs) It used to come so easily. (laughs) Back in the days of Keyboard Cat and – Yeah. Dan, uh, you were telling me uh, before we started that – No. No, I was. You were. You were. I was. Don't pretend like you weren't telling me. You were telling me. I was. Uh, You're uh, you're a New Yorker. You're visiting L.A. to do some show business business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, hope I haven't said too much. No, you haven't. Although I do, I do want to acknowledge this. You're weird guessing of... on Sabado Gigante. <laughs> this, this is weird. I do want to mention this weird paranoia that I just realized I have, which is this, which is like, oh, I get to drop by and see my friends. It's so awesome. The show is so cool. And then I realize there's going to be a microphone, and the stuff I say is going to get recorded. And then uh, I get like freaked out for posterity too. And I'm like, just these all just go in the Smithsonian and we record them. Yeah. I'm like, just be really quiet, which works for the first part when you have two men uh, spooning you talking about masturbation <laughs> and you're just quiet and you're just you just sit there quietly enjoying this. Uh, Those are what's but. called spoonerisms. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you were uh, you were talking about yes, you had to you had to decide you had a choice to make when you when you were deciding where to lodge for the trip. Yes. OK. So, yeah, with with. When you said we, he had a choice to make, I immediately assumed that he had chosen Sabado Gigante over El Gordo y La Flaca. <laughs> sure. Oh, did you see in El Diario that um, – <laughs> no, I don't read it. Something about Tutti Frutti Gigante perhaps? <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, yes, I was telling you that – So that what, radio, what a... morning radio show are you doing? El Cucuy or Radio Laser? <laughs> <laughs> radio. El Piolin, my friend. Uh, sure. These are billboards I've seen. I was telling Jordan, so I think what I was telling you, this is what I was telling you. Yes. Was that, um, yeah, so long story short, I I always have a a completely neurotic uh, conflict when I'm in Los Angeles. There are several ways, there are three ways really for me to be here. Um, One, if I'm on a studio's dime, which is like uh, ridiculously uh, accommodating, very nice, very accommodating. Uh, And then when there's- So when when you say a studio- Sears Portrait Studio. <laughs> yeah, like, well, there's a Mervyn's, uh, like a family <laughs> Mervin's. sitting, Mervyn's family sitting studio. Right. And when they bring me in to consult on a sitting, mm-hmm. I'm generally uh, put up. How do in, we get this in... baby to look up, Dan? <laughs> we need someone to get this baby to look up for this Christmas card. And the secret that I never like to say is a moment of reflection. <laughs> <laughs> you always have to take a pause mm-hmm. for a moment of reflection. <laughs> That's right. I mean, if they could figure this stuff out so easily, how would I make a it's living? All, at the end of the day, he's just a storyteller. I really am. Sure. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like, listen, the cavemen did it. They drew on mm-hmm. walls. Mm-hmm. It's an urge we have. Ask that baby. Call it a divine spark. <laughs> I don't know. What lesson did you learn sure. from this, baby? That's when I... 
Okay, so anyway, I'm going to get in so much trouble here. All right, I'm trying to figure out how. So to... sometimes a studio. So sometimes. And then, Sony Pictures. Sure. And then sometimes uh, sometimes I'm on my own dime because I'm nearby and I go, oh, I'm going to swing through Los Angeles and say hi to so-and-so and blah, 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 sure. and drop by and see Jordan and Jesse and blah, blah, blah. And then I go, okay, I'm on my own dime, Airbnb it, right? Right. Which is great. Until this it can last, be. Until... Until, it is often, I think, something you can say about the, mm-hmm. the service that Airbnb provides. Mm-hmm. It's often a great service. Yeah, it is. I mean, there is often. It's, it's, and it's always a surprise. Yeah. There's always something surprising that you could not have gleaned from the posting. I'd characterize the reviews as unhelpful. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm I'm at this uh, I'm at this place and uh, the two guys that own the like main house there's like a little house up on the side of the hill and then there's the main house further down and they uh, they're really cool guys whatever I mean just in terms of like hey how's it going oh good you know oh that seemed like a cool guy no freakouts yeah exactly and uh, like no <laughs> no like weird like civil war era costume mean no no like red flags <laughs> the basic stuff sure. the basic things is going you, right yeah that you scan for socially and parse is all there um and then uh one of them goes shoots me a little uh little airbnb text and goes you know why don't you join us for dinner like one of the nights you're here and i was just like holy shit this is the weirdest thing ever meanwhile never mind that like i travel like how many miles a year hang out with wonderful people that i did not know the night before the show and all of that stuff i have a million pounds of evidence to the contrary of my anxiety but i'm just thinking like this is the weirdest thing i call my girlfriend i'm like what does that mean (laughs) and she goes what do you mean they just what i don't know that's what people do dan people like hang out and stuff and i was like oh man Oh god this is just so i don't know what to do and then uh, you know and i think i and i think you know, there are many types of Airbnb hosts. There are the people who, you know, are are literally just doing this to make ends meet. And then I think there's a class of Airbnb ho- hosts who 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 has this dream of being like the old owner of the bed and breakfast who yeah. comes in and hears your tale and yeah. and makes a connection and shows you all their favorite places. <laughs> I would yeah. add a category, which is people who couldn't cut it at a real estate seminar. Sure. Yeah. Like those people. Yeah. There's a certain kind of like sub-Ikea furniture buying slumlord of Airbnb. <laughs> sure. It's very strange. Yeah. So. I had a I, – I was in uh, Austin once and I had an Airbnb and the fella who rented me the house said kind of the deal was my girlfriend and I are going to be on a yoga retreat. So I'm not going to be <laughs> in the house. Did you, right. Why did you even move forward once you knew that? <laughs> so – They sounded like – they sounded totes chill, 420 friendly. Hammock, hammock in the fucking backyard. If I could get in some hammock time, uh-huh. uh, that oh, is wow. an immediate selling point yeah. for me. Did you let them know you're a no-drama mama? <laughs> I should have. I should I should just say that in the profile. Right. I want it to come up organically. But... Oh, I see. Uh, you know, it's like, but you know, shaved? I think it's like shaved. Did you tight? mention? Did you mention? Yeah, shaved? I shouldn't say shaved. You know, it's like saying here's what you have I know kids about on a dating profile. You got to right. say you're a no drama mama. Four twenty friendly. Four twenty friendly. It's we've... real. It is hard though, because if they're not going to be there, it doesn't really matter if they're down to clown. Sure. <laughs> no, it yeah. does. Jesse, you can't. You can't. That's just a bad situation all the way around. You don't know if they're going to come back. You don't know what kind of weird spiritual shit okay. is hidden around the area. You don't know. 
And the, so this guy, so this was like a three day trip, and a day into the trip, this dude comes back, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I decided to leave the yoga retreat," which is like, "There you oh, go, fuck. this what guy did I tell you? had a fight or something." Uh, and I'm like, like a little annoyed that he was there when he said he wasn't going to be, but he was just the fucking nicest dude. Like called me weary traveler whenever I came back. He's like, oh, welcome back, weary traveler. <laughs> oh and he had a he had a giant golden retriever with a bandana. <laughs> oh, of course. That, that busted open my door at night and got in bed with me. Oh. And and there's this part of me that's like, fuck, th- like fuck this, like this guy. It's fucking. It's weird. This that's guy weird. told me something was going to happen and didn't. He didn't warn me. He's got this dog that is now in my bed. And I'm like, is it named? Yeah, there's a fucking dog in my bed. This is great. Right. So I, you know, <laughs> yeah. so once that, once that, fuck this. Once I looked at it through another lens, I'm like, right. you know what? This is kind of great. Yeah, dude was nice. You'll, I. You'll have to pick your jaws up off the floor. He brewed his own beer. Yeah. <laughs> Gave me a couple of fucking homemade no, brews. That's well, not adding up. Frosty. Somebody had to bring that to Austin. <laughs> I know. When when <laughs> he's the only guy. So if you uh, are in Austin and can't find any craft beer, let me know. I, I got a guy. But I'll tell you the thing you did that sounds that sounds like you you were right on the right course is that you didn't try you didn't protest, you didn't try to get away. Because you cannot fucking win with spiritual people sure <laughs> no... that's why i like religious people <laughs> not spiritual people with religious people there's rules sure yeah just gotta honor their code mm-hmm. it's like uh yeah italian gangsters in the movies. <laughs> yeah so so direct, i think direct oh corollary. you know what it's like john wick from the movie john wick yeah it's a real like, yeah it's a real assassin's guild you can't kill anybody when you're in their hotel as long as you got a code you don't sure. have to have characterization <laughs> <laughs> we've learned anything from john wick yes exactly it could just be scowling and shooting god i went to john wick 2 yesterday <sighs> i love john wick 2 oh, fuck it. it was great john wick 2 is awesome it was fucking great peter serafinowicz sells him those guns <laughs> he sure does there's peter serafinowicz right there selling him guns fucking that's my Lawrence, twitter friend Lawrence fishburne had some pigeons god was Lawrence fishburne amazing it was so great Lawrence fishburne came in i'm like oh what's Lawrence fishburne gonna do oh turns out be awesome fucking earned an oscar as far as i'm concerned jesus, jesus christ was he magical here's the thing and i you know spoilers for john wick too yeah you know i think we got john wick three coming mm-hmm. fingers crossed fingers crossed if the if those studios that are flying Dan Kennedy around. <laughs> I'm going to be the fifth writer in on John Wick 3. <laughs> yeah. hey, can you write six lines for us? Because that's how long his screenplay is. Where should he punch this guy? In the <laughs> neck or in the dick? Uh, I, I sure hope that in this theoretical John Wick 3. Yeah. God, that God willing will come. Yeah. That Lawrence Fishburne. Whoops more ass. It's, he didn't whoop a lot of ass. He did. I mean, he was great. He's a husky older man. Sure. But, you know, Keanu got in shape. That's Keanu's true. an older dude who has been in bad shape if paparazzi photos I've seen are any indication. <laughs> if fucking Keanu can get jacked for Wick, Fishburne can get jacked for Wick. Come on, Cowboy Curtis. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I would either like for him to team up with John Wick or to be the main antagonist. I think that seems like it's been promised, right? I should hope so. Doesn't, don't you feel like John Wick 2 promised that Lawrence Fishburne's... Well, remember when we got Lawrence that Fishburne's... Hulk movie that said Tim Blake Nelson was going to be the leader, but then he wasn't? Yeah. Anyway. I'm still mad about mm, That's a good point. Yeah. Anyway. I, you know what? 
like I'm gonna t- I'm gonna be very very frank with you, please. When I when when the action in John, I like that you too. say that and then sort of stammer. I'm gonna be very forward mm-hmm. with you. Um, um, when the action in John Wick two transferred, and I'm not gonna reveal any spoilers, mm-hmm. but transferred to Lawrence Fishburne's hands holding a pigeon mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he was caring for on an urban rooftop. I thought, oh, well, this has gone from kind of a ripoff of mm-hmm. Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai <laughs> to <laughs> totally a ripoff sure. of Ghost Dog almost Way of a, the yeah, Samurai. Almost acknowledging it. However, and Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Love I Ghost love Dog. that movie. Love I saw that Ghost movie Dog. at like 10 in the morning at the Angelica, like the <laughs> second day that I quit doing drugs and drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this is so amazing. <laughs> it is. And uh, I have to say, within... 120 seconds, mm-hmm. Lawrence Fishburne had completely converted me to the point where I might have thought that he was better than Ghost Dog. I don't even know. That's mm-hmm. how much I loved him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're pretty far afield here. Sure. <laughs> Talking so. about how much I love John Wick 2. I also don't get to go out very much. I went by myself <laughs> at that, 1130 in the morning. I think that helped. That helps any John Wick movie, is it? <laughs> yeah. Is it not being the only fun thing you've done recently? <laughs> yeah. Uh being so, a parent's very rewarding. I, I imagine. A lot of spiritual rewards. Yeah. Excuse me, religious rewards. <laughs> I don't like spiritual people. I only like religious people. Um, <laughs> moist, the word moist. Oh, <laughs> I hope my funeral's fun. Uh, <laughs> I love docs. I love docs. Oh, I'm a doc junkie. Fun. Uh, Is that sort of a tired refrain of the spiritual? I hope my I funeral's know. fun. It I, seems like it would I guess, be. I guess the thing that has been, for some weird reason, griping on me more than it has, it usually does. This is a thing that annoys me, but just like someone saying something that you've heard a million times like they're blowing your mind. Yeah. 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 Anyway, for some, I don't know, That's those things are echoing in my head in a weird way. I can way. really understand. If I socialized at all, mm. I think I would probably <laughs> feel the same way. <laughs> I mean, I definitely feel that way about... Uh, things in film and television that take the form of a joke but are not actually a joke, mm-hmm. such as the scripts of the Gilmore Girls. Mm. <laughs> like that, I, I understand that unreasonable – like I understand that it's unreasonable. I can look at the Gilmore Girls and think this is a fun show mm-hmm. starring some brilliant actors and actresses that I should just enjoy. But I can't for that reason, just sure. as I'm sure you oh, can talk to someone and think their passion for yoga – is perfectly reasonable. It can really improve someone's quality Absolutely. of life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you, do you do some yoga sometimes yourself? Sure. As do I. Got a fob on my keychain. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Okay. But I understand how you could have a disproportionate reaction mm-hmm. to something that is only somewhat unreasonable. Sure. Anyway, Dan, so your Airbnb host. I just want to say for the record that I, I knew like by the second beat something was good, they were going to come back or something yeah. weird was going to happen. I really thought it was going to be a person that was going to be next to you in bed <laughs> in the middle of the night. But uh, Dan, you may be too invent, uh, invested in the narrative structure. <laughs> <laughs> this is called moth disease. <laughs> this is just stuff we're saying. By the way, I want to be clear right now. We are permitting Dan to have notes. Mm-hmm. Dan, if you'd like <laughs> right. to have notes. Okay, good. I mean, I like everything I'm allowed. hearing. I would just, I just feel like we should set a call and got talk it. about like how realistic is. Is it like a little too on the nose that the dog came back and got? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we should. We should have had a call. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. So Dan, 
By the way, there might be a version that's just like what you pitched. <laughs> yeah. Um, so your hosts, they invite you to dinner. Uh, now, are they are they are they buds, roommates, a couple, a married couple? Do you do you, do you uh, do you have any idea what their relationship is? They're a a couple, and and really they're living the dream. Mm-hmm. You know, like they right. had a great place uh abroad mm-hmm. and um they're they've got that and they're selling that and that's kind of like financing the dream here and they're definitely of that sporting nature of like it'll be great because we'll meet so many people and stuff like that yeah which by the way that those are defined as wonderful people you know when yeah. i when i sort of like summarize folks like that but anyway i was calling everybody i was calling my friends for like three days before going what do you think's gonna happen like is this weird is this a strange and everyone's going you're such a sad little man, you know, but I'm mm-hmm. like, no, really. And uh, and of course, and I went, I went, I went. And uh, and just like every single time, if if you're a member of the little mental club that I'm a member of, uh, it turned out to be the most charming evening ever. Now, yeah. are you I eating with them? I did not want it to end. Are I you? did not want it to end. I was like, I, you know, then like my friends. You and my, literally asked them if they were interested in upgrading to a thruple. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was like, have you thought about what's going to happen if, if like either one of you die? Like, you yeah, know, who you would, would who still would want in? someone to take care. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, it was the most charming evening. They were like, it just, they were like, oh, we're also inviting, you know, we're inviting this woman from down the street who uh, is from Paris and she's here on a project. Mm. And we're going to invite our neighbors who are friends with uh, this guy who used to write for Hitchcock and blah, blah, blah. And then it just all unfolded in this beautiful hmm. sort of uh, evening that I can't believe, uh, you know, wasn't I... starring like Jason Schwartzman and, uh, <laughs> and whomever else. Schwartzman and, would totally be in the movie. Yeah. And, I would and, and... I would love – to host evenings like that. My dog is a biter, and so I simply cannot socialize. I think that would be great if the invitation said that. Will you join us for dinner? Don't try to pet the dog. <laughs> dog will bite. The dog will bite. What can you tell us about the menu, Dan? My father is a temperamental racist. But Were there... Could you overlook some of that during the meal? Were yeah, there... Totally. Oh, totally. Were there hors d'oeuvres available um, before the meal? Yes, there was an amazing uh, selection of cheeses, and I and this to me really speaks volumes. Like that is luxury to me because I'm one of those people that no matter how well I'm doing, one cheese will suffice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you could just go like you could be like just the pinnacle of my life in, in terms of abundance, and I would be like, just choose one. You know, the, we're gonna have cheese. Sure. Uh, you don't need five different cheeses for crying out loud. I like. I feel like a king when I eat an aged Gouda. Mm. <laughs> I get that that like three hundred day Gouda. It usually says how many days? Three hundred. Like a thousand day Gouda or a five hundred day Gouda. I don't know how many days, but it looks like a. Uh, it looks like a, an old shoe. Sort of <laughs> like a like a like a dress shoe that you found you dug up. Oh, nice. And washed off. That does sound appetizing. It's the umami on this cheese. That's the fifth taste. Jordan. Did you know that? Yes, umami's the fifth taste. (laughs) Yes, and you fucking figured that out when you went to the burger place. You didn't know that before. By the way, speaking of I hope my funeral's fun, that is the thing. That 
goddamn flavor and the way people talk about yes. it. Yes. And the way it's like announced with a sense of discovery for the thousandth time in a row. And by the way, I put off for two years going to the, the Amami Burger mm-hmm. place and I finally went here in Los Angeles. Yes. I was like, let's discover the fifth taste. Right. Like let's let's have the 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 culinary Rosetta Stone that's going to italics blow my mind. <laughs> and I no, it's not italics, Dan, it's blow. Period. Oh, yeah. Capital your, period, <laughs> yeah. mine, period. And then, I'm pretty sure it's blow applause emoji. <laughs> your applause emoji. Mine. Do you it, mind nails done emoji. <laughs> yes. Here, here's. I can't, what is. What ha, what's the nails done emoji? What Which is one? that? When someone does the, you know, the like, ooh, look oh, at your yeah. nails. I don't know. I feel like it's just this general punctuation. I can't figure it out. Like, what, clearly, it, what does it mean? Right. Yeah. Like I understand this, I get this now. It's like you're done now. and you're chill. You don't give a fuck. Okay, it's DGAF. It's like, it's uh, like I'm it's just like, gonna do my nails. I'm just gonna do my. I'm nails. just gonna. Okay. I was like, yeah, I'm just mm-hmm. doing. I'm just doing what you're right. doing. My nails. And what are these eggplants, fellas, keep sending me? <laughs> <laughs> do they want to go for Japanese food? By the way, every single clapping hands tweet mm-hmm. I read like this. Somebody has to go. To the, it's like They're the kind worst. Of I don't even know how you're supposed to. Like Jordan, you just did it beautifully. Is that like how the supposed new to be Christy Minstrels doing my Sharona? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, I think you just kind of have to like figure out what your beat of that is. This thread is everything. Uh, this is not normal. All right, That's Jordan. Mine. Stop normalizing. <laughs> Sorry. Getting upset about people <laughs> having revelations. Well, but in fairness, I think I think Jordan should be allowed to be upset about it if he thinks. And the umami thing is the deal because we got a little sidetracked on blow your mind. Yeah. <laughs> blow. And you're so fine. You blew my mind. <laughs> I went. Hey, to, Twitter. <laughs> I went to a mommy burger. Yeah. And I uh, had it, and guess what? The uh, it tastes like it tastes like a fucking hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hamburger flavor. It's simply hamburger sure. flavor. Well, hamburger is an umami rich. It's, yeah. Meat. <laughs> <laughs> like that. What's the fifth sense in terms of like it's burger? Yeah, it's burger <laughs> and flavor. Ketchup. Yeah, so I dried tomatoes. I think. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. I dried tomatoes yeah. to a lot. I was of things. like, ooh, is this umami burger? I will say that I, when the first when umami's first started popping up, big fan. I think that the quality has declined since it chained. I haven't eaten yeah. at it in a while. I think it really I had has some, gone down I had a some, lot. I had some B minus C minus umamis, and I'm like, you know what? I'm done. Really? I got I got lots of burgers at my disposal. Mm-hmm. You're thanks a burger the, expert. Thanks for the good times, umami. Mm. By we've the way, some, we've had some fun. That's yeah. the name of the movie about the charming dinner up in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. Thanks for the good times, thanks umami. For the good times. <laughs> yeah. With Jason Schwartzman. With Jason Schwartzman. Uh, good onion rings. Those onion rings are great. They are really nice. They're very good onion rings. Well, we've concluded uh, the portion of the show where we talk about local Los Angeles <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> I think let's, there's some in Nevada. Let's, let's move on to Grove <laughs> Talk. <laughs> I, I I just want them to leave the Christmas shit up all year round. I think right? there's one in New York now, right? Yeah, one guys, of what? There's a new mommy burger in New York now. Oh, yeah. There's one on 6th. Yeah. yeah. On 6th. Great that's Street. In, that's I've in walked New York. by Great it. Street. I've walked by it like a thousand times. I prefer Broadway. <laughs> Do you Broadway, really? Yeah. Well, when it comes to streets in New York. Mm-hmm. Do you? If I was going <laughs> to rank my favorite streets in New York, number one, of course, would be what I call the Great White Way. Very mm-hmm. familiar with it. Yeah. Broadway. 
Really? A lot of theater there, which I love. I love the energy of live theater, Jordan. Mm, I love it crackles. right. God, Mm -hmm. you know what I've gotten so into lately? Mm. Live theater. Hamilton the musical. (laughs) This is a revelation that I need to share with you Please, I haven't heard of it. It is very good. It's really excellent. I want to see it. Can I tell you something that happens on Twitter? Yeah. Uh, I do not know Lin-Manuel Miranda well, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I, have, I have met Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's been a Max Fund supporter for a long time. I'm very grateful mm-hmm. to him. And uh, I did see Hamilton, thought it was great. Once in a while, I will tweet something with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Or Lin-Manuel Miranda will uh, like tag a joke I made or something like that. Just once in a great while. Mm-hmm. There is nothing more humiliating. There's no more powerful lesson about how measly your show business powers Mm -hmm. are than when you write a joke, Lin-Manuel Miranda adds a friendly tag to it, and then that friendly tag gets... Two thousand four hundred <laughs> likes on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're like, how did these people even find this? These people don't even see it automatically. They don't follow me. Sad that you can't be grateful that everyone identified with it. But yeah, oh, it's undoubtedly sad. <laughs> this is a sad story, Dan. You're a storyteller. You should understand that. Uh, Dan, I am curious as to what the rest of the menu was at this meal. Hang on. Let me put my rain stick in the corner <laughs> uh, and tell you a tale. Um, the menu? Yeah. It was amazing. It was this – It was this. So there were several cheeses. No, you it, thought it okay. was excessive. There was like – What, there was what like, were the dates wrapped in, Dan? Were you at the th- – um, no, there weren't <laughs> any wrapped dates. Mm. There were um, – you know, there were um, there there. It was chicken, chicken with it was I don't know some kind of look. Where I'm from, uh, you know, you just make chicken, with a little <laughs> salt and pepper, and you go like that's pretty good chicken. Uh, but like ooh pepper, exactly ooh la la, right ooh. But these were fancy people, and they were like mm. they, like you can always tell very fancy mm. people because they make their their dishes with stuff that doesn't go together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like if like where it's I'm not from, tomatoes and garlic. Yeah, sure. like if I did it, I'd be like. Like, it's how toma- the fuck it's tomatoes I... and pomegranates, and you're saying, yeah. what? Sure. Yeah. And you eat the chicken. This has balsamic vinegar and nine paper clips. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great. And it's great. Yeah. But And then sort of transfers over to their life. Like all of their big successes are like happy things that I would cons- I'd be terrified to do. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I would be terrified just in terms of chicken. I'd be terrified to go. Like I would go like, how the fuck did a peach get in the chicken? Like, how did a pomegranate? <laughs> like, dude, now we got to dump it out, dude, and the people are going to be here any oh, minute. Oh, touched a peach. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say to you something from my heart. Mm-hmm. I find that <laughs> anyone's success of any kind comes from them doing something I'm too scared to do. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing that I'm not too scared to do. But this is not – No risk too small. Here, Here is what – here's what amazes me about you. Is is you say that, but you have to understand from afar that you look like this really confident. As a matter of fact, as I was parking downstairs, I I, I remember you had some kind of thing where you bet people that I mean, it was like a pledge drive thing where you would swim in the lake in MacArthur Park. Yeah, did you? Like, I sure yeah. did. But, yeah, then, I did but then you're also. I'm just going to let you know there was a certain point in my life where a friend took me aside and said. 
you really need to retire this I'm a loser who's afraid of things <laughs> shtick. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? I am a loser who's afraid of things. He's like, it's not, it's not playing anymore, dude. You're kind of doing this and you're doing that and you're doing this. And I was like, okay, I'll put it on a shelf. I feel that way about you too, whereas you go, no risk too small. I'm a terrified man. If someone's successful, it's because they're not as fear-based as me. Yet you're like, hey. Pony up some dough. Max well, fun, people, because I'll go swimming in that lake right This now. is the perfect opportunity for me to announce the Blue Ribbon Commission. Oh, boy. That will be selecting the person who I give $1,000 to for wearing the biggest hat. <laughs> perfect opportunity here. <laughs> um, of course, uh, you're going to need a hat expert. Yeah. Any Blue Ribbon Commission okay. has a hat expert. I've recruited Cody Walima Mm -hmm. from Walima Hat Company in Altadena, California. Cody is a man who not only knows his way around a hat, he knows his way around hat-making equipment because he literally makes hats. He personally makes custom hats for show business celebrities, hat enthusiasts, and folks who just walk in off the street. That's Cody Walima from the Walima Hat Company in Altadena, California. Now, I know what you're saying, Jordan. Mm -hmm. This commission, like any great commission, needs a best-selling author. Well, I looked at Dan Kennedy's record, (laughs) and it was mixed, (laughs) frankly. I needed a real home run hitter. I've enjoyed Dan Kennedy's novel, American Spirit, by the way. It's a wonderful. I enjoyed it, too. It's terrific. We both read it, and we both loved it. Get out there. Get a copy. You'll yeah. love it, too. American Spirit. It's a great novel. It's about a guy who... It's about a sad guy who drunk in a car and makes some mugs. It's great. Which is, like, which is why I was like, I should really drop by and say hi to Jesse and Jordan, because I think the last time I came through town, I was like, I felt like, you, like you, if you wrote a book that emo, mm-hmm. you had to be emo in all your interviews. <laughs> and like every... I Like every interview I did for that book, it was just like, wow, this guy's a fucking barrel of monkeys. Like, I thought <laughs> he was supposed to be book. funny. There's plenty of funny I, there's, a, there's a lot of laughs in the book. It I thought great. there was a lot it of is, laughs in yeah. it. Too. Uh, okay. So anyway, you're saying, are you saying Dan that Michael Silverblatt didn't ask you what you thought, what you said when you, when you, they were, when you talked about jerking off? All I'm saying is I got a distinct feeling this is how people talk about your novel right before they tell you you're not on the hat judging committee. Mm. Well, okay. on the hat judging committee, Perhaps the world's best-selling author, other other than, of course, uh, our Lord above. Sure, <laughs> run the Bible. Big, up, big ups to JC. <laughs> yeah, um, I love religious people. I want to talk about a special author, mm. Uh, mm, the uh, best-selling author, <laughs> the author who wrote a very special yeah. book, the author most recently of Big Magic, and of course of Eat, Pray, Love, mm-hmm. and other best-selling books. She's friends with Oprah. Elizabeth Gilbert. Elizabeth wow. Gilbert nice. is on the Blue, get. The blue get. Ribbon Commission. Thank you very much. Now, I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Jesse, this is great. You've got a writer. You've got a hatter. You're going to need a funny man. Sure. Who's the funniest person in the world? Well, there's only one answer to that question. His hit show on Comedy Central, Review with Forrest McNeil, mm. returning for its third and final season in less than a month. Not looking at the date right here, but I'm going to go ahead and say less than a Send month. in the zone. Set those DVRs. You know him as the creator of Mustache TV, the must-have party game of the early first decade of the 2000s, the early aughts, Mr. Andrew Daly. Wow. Good get. Andy Good get. Good Daly. Get. Wow. Now, Jordan, Dan, you're saying to me, we need a glamorous actress. 
<laughs> okay, she can saying. be funny, but mm-hmm. we need an element of glamour that, frankly, the hilarious Andrew Daly is unable to provide. Mm-hmm. Without being unkind to Andrew Daly. No, it's not about being unkind. You're talking sure. about hat judging. You need know. glamour. <laughs> what about the star of Netflix's love, Gillian Jacobs? Oh, oh boy. What a treat. Gillian Jacobs. She's mm-hmm. a beauty. She's a brain. And she's got more than a little bit of Hollywood glamour. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, again, I hear resoundingly you guys saying this to me. We need a Marxist rapper. I mean, <laughs> if you're judging hats. Sure. I mean, that's what it's about, right? Now, anybody who listens to WTF, uh, the Mark Marin podcast, our friend Mark Marin's podcast, knows that our friend Lin-Manuel Miranda's high school bully was the rapper Immortal Technique. Mm. So he was out. I'm not messing with Immortal Technique because he is the enemy. The enemy of my friend is my enemy. Mm, right. Okay. Somebody's never seen Alien vs. Predator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen John Wick 2. <laughs> like the only movie I've seen in a year. <laughs> oh, I was so grateful. Um, so Just to remind you, got a nation yeah. on the edge of their seats right so now. So I crossed Immortal Guam. Technique. I crossed <laughs> Immortal Guam. Technique. Right off the list mm-hmm. of candidates for the Blue Ribbon Commission. Sure. And, of course, will the Blue Ribbon Commission have our moms? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's already been decided. But we needed a Marxist rapper. So I sent an email to the greatest Marxist rapper that I know, Boots Riley of The Coup. Mm. He said, of course, Jesse. That sounds fun. So there's your Blue Ribbon Commission, wow. folks. Doesn't get wow. any better wow. than that. Sounds wow. like sounds glamour, like... hats, best-selling <clears throat> Marxist. The whole nine sounds yards. Sounds like a real Dan yeah. Kennedy dinner party, if yeah. you ask me. A real Algonquin roundtable. <laughs> exactly. So I hope that everyone is sharing their hats with hashtag JJ Go Big Hat. I would like to uh, nod to who, uh, the person I think is so far the early leader, Pamela Council, mm-hmm. uh, Jordan Jesse Go listener. Um, Pamela uh, not only posted a picture of herself in a truly astonishing, almost architectural hat, she said she would like to use her $1,000 scholarship for lifelong learning to sign up for classes in hat making. Oh, wow. Oh, so That's she's giving back. That's appropriate. It's a exactly. perfect circle. Exactly. Yep. In fact, she is, I don't know if you knew this, she plays bass in the band A Perfect Circle. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like everything's coming together beautifully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's half protractor. And I also want to say a hat. On her father's mm-hmm. side. A hat is a circle. Yeah, mm. that's a really good point. Time is a hat circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. My name is Patrick. My name is Parker. Max FunCon has been a huge inspiration in my life. And now I have this network of friends that I've made that span literally across the entire globe, and they're some of my favorite people in the world. I truly cannot believe the amount of wonderful and lasting friendships that have come out of this. If you feel like you might not fit in, as long as you're a good person, you'll fit in because everyone there is good and amazing and kind and wonderful, and you should absolutely go. It will be the best decision of your life. Make a ton of new friends like Parker and Patrick at Max Fun Con. 
Tickets for MaxFunCon and MaxFunCon East are on sale now at MaxFunCon.com. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. You know what, Jordan? Yeah. It takes a lot more than just the sweat of our brows to bring you this program. Mm -hmm. We also need the support of folks like our listeners at home. Yeah. And our friends at, for example, Warby Parker. You mean the boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point? Yeah. That's exactly who I'm talking These about, These are the glasses Jordan. that start at $95, including prescription lenses? An astonishing value. Oh, boy. I've heard that every pair you buy, a pair is distributed to someone in need, so they're also a philanthropic organization. Frankly, at this point, you know about Warby Parker. Mm-hmm. If you make a different choice, it sickens me. Listen, if you don't want to gross this out, yeah. go over to warbyparker.com slash jjgo. You place your home try-on order. You make sure to download the Warby Parker app from the iTunes App Store. And hey, you get some uh, you get some free shipping. You There's know, no obligation to buy. You know, you can order you can the home try-on, you can order five pairs of eyeglasses. Mm-hmm. They ship them to you. You try them on. You can wear two at once if you want to. Then they give you a, a return address label. Just throw them in the box. Throw them at your local United Parcel Service worker. It's completely risk-free. Visit warbyparker.com slash jjgo and begin that home try-on experience. We also are supported this week by our friends at Mac Weldon. Mac, of course, short for Mackenzie Weldon. Jesse. What you say? Do you know? I don't know about that. Okay. But I do know what is covering my bottom and penis right now <laughs> is a pair of Mac Weldon underwear, and I love them. I just checked. Look at me too. Check you out. We're both wearing Mac Weldon's. M Dubs. Uh, these are really, really great underwear. I, I genuinely look forward to wearing them. Uh, it, it's uh, unfortunately all of my underwear is not Mac Weldon, but when my Mac Weldon pair comes up mm-hmm. in the rotation, I'm like, oh boy, I can't wait to put on. My Mack Weldon underwear. What do you like? You like that? Uh, you like that high end line? You like the standard boxer brief, or do you like, as I do, that fly mesh? I don't have the fly mesh yet. I should try it. I like it because it's refreshing in my area. Boy, here's what you do: if you want to be refreshed in your area, like we are, yeah, you go to MacWeldon.com. Cool as a cucumber. Use the promo code JJGo. You get twenty percent off. Underwear, undershirts, sweat things, no-show socks. They make very nice no-show socks. I don't have any no-shows from Mac Weldon. You don't have any no-shows from Mac Weldon. I gotta get some. Get on that. MacWeldon.com. Promo code JJGo. Twenty percent off. Uh, We love them. They got nice kids socks, by the way. Hey, there you go. I got a bunch. I got a bunch of their kids socks for my kids. They're wonderful. I shouldn't have kids socks around the house. That'll creep people out. But for those with kids, I don't know what is bug wear. Go bug the what bug brand her. of socks does bug you know, wear? God gave her little socks on her feet. Oh, got it. So, <laughs> MacWeldon.com and use the code JJGo for twenty percent off. And go to WarbyParker.com/slash/JJGo uh, for your free try-on. Uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. Hey, it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dan Kennedy, um, apologetic. That's a fair description. <laughs> sure, it's it's accurate. DK all day. And Dan a- Kennedy's in the house. An folks. accurate nickname. 
for an accurate man. <laughs> what am I so pumped about? Hard to say. Yeah. Are you giving away tickets to Super Tramp? <laughs> Are we going to drive the morning zoo Give our prize friend... patrol van? <laughs> Give our friend Jimmy Pardo a call. 591-ROCK, 591-ROLL. <laughs> Um, We're going to be in the parking lot of Jiffy Lube all day, handing out thermoses. <laughs> Another popular euphemism. <laughs> a lot of, in the, a lot of fun. Handing out thermoses in the Jiffy Lube parking yeah. lot. <laughs> I'll be right back. i got to hand out a thermos. <laughs> Does that just mean putting stuff in your butt? <laughs> it can mean what? <laughs> right? Everybody's got a different <laughs> technique. Handing out thermoses uh, in the Jiffy Lube parking lot. Make the orgasm more intense. <laughs> One would hope. Yeah, well, fingers. The male, the male, fingers crossed. The male thermos is very sensitive. A lot of nerve endings <laughs> in the male thermos. Okay. <laughs> uh. Jordan, Jesse, go. You're home for vulgar and nonsensical <laughs> metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> we're where Dan you write books what's it what's the name of that guy that wrote the Jabberwocky E.L. Carroll Lewis Carroll Lewis Carroll we're where Lewis Carroll yeah. meets Howard Stern <laughs> early Howard yeah. Stern now you know I think and Jordan yeah. hold on to your socks okay I think that Howard Stern does really amazing interviews. I've yeah, really been I've getting into his interviews. I've, I've never he's heard a that really from amazing interviewer. Yeah, well, I thought he was. Have you seen shock, Blackfish? I first thought he's just a shock jock, but yeah, apparently there's a lot <laughs> when, of substance there. When something momentous happens to you, like you figure out that Howard Stern is a good interviewer. We ask you to give us a call at 206-984-4-FUN for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Here's our first momentous occasion coming along uh, the road right now. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and I don't know, Chris Fairbanks? Uh, I guess. Um, it's Andrew calling from Toronto, and uh, I just saw a full-sized Doberman walking down the street wearing a cardigan with a tied-up plastic bag in his mouth that was full of goods, and he stopped at a crosswalk, waited for the light to change, and then proceeded to cross the street in the correct manner. And there were no people around. The stock had no owners. So, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe like an animorph that got stuck in human for an animal form? It was great. Anyway. I was so against yeah. this until I found out there was no person. <laughs> Some sort of uh, Postmates dog, it sounds like. I was. <laughs> the dog is delivering takeout to a high person. Wait, was... what kind of sweater was it? A uh, cardigan sweater. Mm. A cardigan. Yeah. How did it do the, the buttons? Thing. That's not the weird thing How about it. How did it do the buttons? Oh, no, no that's one of the weird things about it. It's one of the weird things about it. There's a lot of weird things. I want to know. What is a bag full of goods? I goods. Okay. It may be that I've just been reading the ox cart man too frequently with my mm. children, but mm. I'm going to say maple syrup. Mm. Possibly some hard hard candies. Maybe there's a, uh, a, a stranded man somewhere. A side of bacon. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, these are things that these are goods. These are all in the goods category. Some, why is that dog? Some chew? calico for Ma. Mm. Oh yeah, or for Dan Kennedy. <laughs> why <laughs> the shirt that he's wearing right now? Mm-hmm. Calico print. That's mm-hmm. a calico. This is. Yeah, I believe this it is. is flowers, Jesse. Yeah, I know, but a calico could have flowers. It could. Yeah. L- let's get back to the point here. The point is. 
Why was the dog dressed that way? Why did he dress that way? No, Probably because it was like not... a little bit chilly out, but yeah. it might warm up, so he wants something he can kind of put uh, on. He wants, to look po- he wants to look put right. together, but he doesn't want to look stuffy. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, 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 right. It's fun. It's a fun solution. You can dress it up, dress it down. You know? I just feel like in Toronto... You're, if he's wearing a cardigan, do you know what I mean? It's like it's right now. He's in Toronto, probably Drake. Oh, he might be Drake. If you're in Toronto and you're wearing a cardigan, it's dollars you to donuts, are. you're uh, Drake. Uh, that was Drake. <laughs> he did not mention that this was courtside at the Toronto Raptors <laughs> game, yeah. or, or alone at home, feeling sorry for himself. <laughs> the two states of Drake. Yeah. So really, the call was, "Hey, I'm in Toronto." Drake just morphed. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a more succinct way to put it. Right. That's why oh. you have the storyteller's gift. I appreciated yeah. the storytelling. You, sir, must have kissed the Blarney Stone. You yeah. didn't. For you he, have the gift of Yeah, gab. that could have been a two-minute call. Hi, yeah. I'm in Toronto. Drake just morphed. Mm-hmm. That's, I got like go. 15 seconds. Yep. Hey, you guys. Drake morphed. I'm in Toronto later. Yeah, it would have given him a chance to say Tuppy mm. for life or something. Sure. Mm. Okay, let's take our next... <laughs> Did you hear Brian go? Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's that's the that's uh, the new sign off, everybody. Ah, uh, ditto heads, <laughs> mega mega tuppies. That's something you could say. Hi, I'm calling with a momentous occasion. I was just sitting in an airport waiting for a flight, and for about forty five minutes, I was listening to the woman across from me, who was maybe in her fifties talking to her daughter on the phone, and her daughter sounded like maybe she was doing Teach for America, something like that, and was having a really rough time. And so the mom, for 45 minutes, was trying her best to cheer her daughter up, fuck her up, make her feel better, and nothing was quite working. But, but the mom was really giving it all she got. She was sweet to listen to. And then just as she was about to hang up the phone, the mom was clearly feeling feeling like she hadn't been able to sort of fix what her was bothering her daughter. So she dug deep in her bag of tricks and said, Honey, before I go, let me just share with you a quote from my favorite movie, Back in the Habit 2. And unfortunately, just then, they announced the flight, and I never got to hear what the pearls of wisdom were, but I thought it came from Back in the Habit probably worked out okay. Thanks. I have a question. Do you think that this mom calls the movie Sister Act back in the habit one? Well, I guess she just refers to movies by their subtitles. So she calls the second Ninja Turtles movie The Secret of the Ooze 2. Right. But what about the first Ninja Turtles movie? Is that called The Secret of the Ooze 1? The prelude to The Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> Got it. Well, no, that's what the that's what Brahms is, The Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> right, it's called right. Secret of the Ooze, The Prelude. <laughs> I feel like that was a I feel I I kind of feel like we are all waiting for that flight. Yeah. yeah. That's a really a good little point. Bit. Like I feel like right now we should be getting on the plane. Yeah, I don't feel like I need a priest to tell me what God would and wouldn't want me to do. I feel that in my heart. That's called having a soul. Mm. We all have souls. Sure. Ghosts are real. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. If you have something to share with us, call us at 206-984-4FUN, 206-984-4FUN. Brian Sonny D. Fernandez will listen to your call. So waste his time. <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't pay him that much. No. Yeah. Throw it away. He's a professional television writer. He doesn't need us. Let's waste his time and make Elizabeth Hurley's life worse. <laughs> She's the star of the show he works yeah. on. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey, it's Jesse. You know, the Max Fun Drive is coming up March 20th, and we are working so hard to put together some totally amazing Jordan Jesse goes. Okay, working really hard is probably an overstatement, but I don't know. We're trying to book people that you'll like, I guess. Whatever. Uh, the point is the Max Fun Drive is coming up. Um, tune in to catch crazy awesome episodes of all the other Max Fun podcasts and perhaps even slightly better than average episodes of this podcast. Uh, and uh, show your support for Jordan Jesse Go and all the other great programming that we do. We've got our highest goal ever, 10,000 new and upgrading MaximumFun.org donors and supporters. Uh that is an incredible goal. But I think I think we're going to be able to do it, um, and it's because of you that we're able to do all these things that we do. The Max Fund Drive kicks off March twentieth. That's March twentieth. It's only two weeks long. It's the only time that we bother you about this stuff. Go to maximumfund.org for details, and don't miss it. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're condensing. You're just That's condensing. Right. That's right. Drake just morphed. Drake morphed. I'm Drake morphed. I'm in Toronto. Siri, what is Calico? Okay. We're going to find out yeah. once and for all. It's a plain woven textile made from unbleached and often not fully processed cotton. It may contain unseparated husk parts. What? <laughs> this is not what I believed calico yeah, to be. Two seconds ago, I asked Jesse, I go, Jesse, what is calico? Can it be like any kind of thing? What am I thinking I of? I don't know. Am I thinking of a chintz? I think you're thinking of ways to hurt me because you go, Dan, what it is, is it's a repeated pattern on, well, took, on a I said dress. it was a simple cotton print, that... printed with a, a small repeating Calico, mm-hmm. cotton fabric with a small all-over floral print. Mm-hmm. But thank that, you very much. That? That's underneath terminology. Yeah, what was that but, husk shit from earlier? Yeah, and then what was that dress shit where you were like, it's usually on dresses, Dan? There's two definitions of calico. Because it is. It's in Little Shop, Little little House in the Big Woods. Little Shop in the Big Woods. That <laughs> sounds fun. Yeah, but little Shop of Horrors in the Big Woods. Yeah, well, paws out shooting a bear. That'd be fun. Just, <laughs> and he finds himself a man-eating <laughs> plant. <laughs> Look out. Just prior to this, somebody went, hey, do you guys want to get Jesse super fired up? <laughs> Ask him what calico sure. is. And then challenge his definition. <laughs> We're like, that's just stupid. That's not going to get him fired up. Like, oh, he'll freak out. He'll, freak, yeah. he'll just, dude. Ask him. Let the record show that I nailed it. <laughs> Despite some doubters doubts. Doubters wearing dress fabric shirts. <laughs> I might point out. <laughs> Dan Kennedy. Of course, you have the best-selling novel, American Spirit, mm-hmm. which is a delight. Mm-hmm. Both Jordan and I read. Don't laugh sadly when I describe it as a best-selling <laughs> novel. Uh, you, ca- you cash those checks. Oh. Checks done got cashed. Mm. 
Dan Kennedy's got mm. that wonderful got that wonderful novel. He's got uh, two two books of memoir, right? Mm-hmm. Two books. One One's of called those Rock was best-selling. On. Yeah. Rock On. Was that the best-selling one? That was the best-selling one. What was the second one called? Didn't buy Loser that. Loser Goes First. Loser that was Goes the First. first one. They're both delightful. I've read both of them. They're funny. I was joking right, when I you. said I hadn't <laughs> bought that one. Did forget what it was called. <laughs> Did read it and enjoy it. Want to be absolutely clear. I'm nothing if not a straight shooter, Jordan. I know that about you. Yeah. Uh, Dan Kennedy's got those books you should read. Probably one of these uh, show business things is going to, you know, come out and and happen. So stay tuned eyes. for that. Let's say on stars. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and I'm going to project that it will appear on Freeform. Oh well, we'll see. We've we've the both former cast our lots. The former ABC family, mm-hmm. now known as Freeform. Yeah. Mm. That's where that's where I think Dan Kennedy's. Tales of the Time He Met Fat Joe, which was his pitch. <laughs> Dan Kennedy once met Fat Joe. Hmm. Yeah. I am I am I'm just I'm I'm paralyzed. Sorry. But yeah, it's uh, okay. yeah, I just found myself just staring at you guys laughing, which wasn't much of a contribution. <laughs> but in my defense That's all Brian's ever done. In my, in my that's right. In my defense, I sat quietly between the two of you while you talked about underwear. And earlier I sat quietly between the two of you while you talked about Are you good at Photoshop? Because it occurs to me now that Brian's also good at Photoshop. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's not. I'm not. not, No, I'm not. You probably have Final Draft Pro on your computer, though, right? Mm. No. Yes. Yeah, yes. There we go. I yes. would say that the first thing you should do uh-huh. is get yourself a book of writing by Dan Kennedy. Yeah. I've read American mm-hmm. Spirit. I've read Rock On. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really liked them both. Yeah. Really did. You missed Loser Goes First? I haven't read it yet. But you're I looking forward to should. it. I'm not the Kennedy completist you are. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not perfect. Can I tell you but how- But also- Can I tell you how much of a Kennedy completist I am? Hmm. Started with John F. Yeah. Went ahead to Robert. Yeah. Once Robert kicked the bucket, kicked it over to the MTV VJ, mm-hmm. mm. checked out some of her mm. conservative hot sure. talk radio rants, and her fun game shows on the Game Show mm-hmm. Network. <laughs> then I went ahead straight on in to Danny Kay over here. Uh-huh. Uh, then I, was... I did Danny Kennedy once I had watched all the <laughs> Danny Kay movies. <laughs> and the Jamie Kennedy experience. <laughs> yep. I was going to say Dan Kennedy's a great follow on Twitter. I got really excited because Jamie Kennedy favorited one of my tweets, but he does not follow me. Ah, sorry to hear that. He yeah. doesn't? No. I That's got excited. Sad. I was like, man, Jamie Kennedy, the the creator of uh, – what was that show called that you worked on? Uh, <laughs> Living with Fran. Living with Fran. Yeah. Living with Fran. You Living worked on that, Jordan? I was, that was my first showbiz job. I was a PA on That's that. That's awesome. Yeah. It's his job it to bring sh- – It shaped me. It was his uh, job to bring scripts to Fran Drescher's house. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Of course. Bagels to yeah. her trailer and clothes to her dog. Mm. <laughs> that was so lyrical. That yeah. is a really great first show business job. It is a great show. clothes yeah. to Fran Drescher's dog. Mm-hmm. It's pretty solid. Fran Drescher's real funny. She's terrific. Real beautiful. I had I had a, a lovely experience. I was going to say working for her, working with her. Yeah. I was a part of the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's terrific. Nothing but nice things to say about Fran Drescher. Dan the Kennedy. voice is real. Mm. Mm. Read his books. Yeah, mm. I wouldn't go out of his way, out of your way to buy his shirts. Mm. It's a beautiful shirt. It's a nice shirt it really it looks, looks nice great. on you. You look great. I want to be clear that I really He's got this lo- too. Just so you know, yeah, it's got a contrast in inter- inter- uh, 
got a contrast mm-hmm. inner cuff. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a really lovely shirt, Dan. Th- thanks. And I want to be clear, that's why I've been talking about it, because I think we established in the beginning I like the shirt, mm-hmm. so now it's okay to have some fun with the shirt. But I, mm-hmm. I don't want to step on your shirt, because I do genuinely like your you shirt. You genuinely mm-hmm. I just, you know, I think one of the things I have to deal with is, you know, I walk into a room with a certain confidence, mm-hmm. and right. people look at me and go, that's one of the more confident people on the spectrum I've ever seen. And then they're <laughs> right. like, you know, let's take him down a couple because he's fucking gorgeous. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I mean, you've got that broad-shouldered elf <laughs> <laughs> that I feel like yeah. few people can match. I mm-hmm. have like a mild I have like a mild hunch and staggered gait that makes folks kind of go like we could take him down a couple notches because <laughs> he he's, he's 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 a little too <laughs> Confident. Well, it's been nice to have you on it's the show. It's been a lot of fun. I really, really uh, had fun uh, seeing you guys, and I look forward to just going to uh, going to an airport and being lonely and trying not to cry. Hey, Dan, let me ask you this. Okay. How about one of your trademark stories? <laughs> <laughs> no notes allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the time you cried at oh a Chili's too. <laughs> Oh, my God. Dan is a great storyteller. He is. Why? I was because I'm jealous of his ability to do that. So you got to take him down. Got to take him down a peg. Mm-hmm. Taking me down. Such a funny, fun guy. Yeah. I, I will... So sad. This is like when Goebel was on The Tonight Show. <laughs> you guys are like Dean Martin and Sammy and I'm Goebel. Nah. <laughs> Goebel was on The Tonight Show. <laughs> Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr.? And just torn apart. They really what? gave him the business, oh, huh? Oh, God. <laughs> Cleaned the floor with. Well, that. I mean, Sammy Sammy D, of course, was one of the chosen people. Oh, uh, but Dean was like, he was an anti-Semite. He was like, so is, that calico, <laughs> is that a calico? Is that a calico print you got on George? I and George know. was like, I don't know, it's a calico. So it was almost exactly the same. It was wow. precisely. The it's same. remarkable mm-hmm. that I haven't seen this because I reproduced many of the beats of this legendary television moment of the 1970s. Ten seconds ago, you were saying ghosts are real, and now you don't get mm. it. Yeah. Well. You know, that's just that's just the way the cookie crumbles, Jordan. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Cookies are great. Jordan, I'm so sick of people telling me that cookies are great. <laughs> I know, sorry. Like, like I'm the first amazing. guy to think of I'm like, oh, right. revelation. Yeah. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long day for all of us, and I feel like we need to each kind of go crumble the cookie now. Yeah, which is another euphemism <laughs> for masturbating. Thanks for listening to Jordan, Jesse Go, Brian, Sonny D. Masturbates. Brian, Sonny D. Fernandez <laughs> on the boards this week. Uh, hey, I really am. I got this question a lot. Yeah. We really are giving $1,000 yes, to someone put on a big who wears hat. a giant hat. Put on a big hat. Put on a big hat. Put Painting on a big my nails. Yeah. Put on a big hat. That's Ladies and gentlemen, close. the new Christy Minstrel. <laughs> uh, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez on the boards. Hashtag it JJ Go Big Hat. Um, and I, I, I want to mention one other thing. My friend uh, Izzy Smith from NPR, he's like NPR's bullseye guy, great, wonderful dude, has launched this initiative across a bunch of different podcast platforms uh, called Hashtag Tripod, T-R-Y-P-O-D. Oh. And the basic idea of it is that right now 80% of Americans do not listen to podcasts. You probably it's get- because they host one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you probably get a lot of enjoyment out of podcasts. <laughs> I was trying to do an earnest thing over here. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Yeah. You probably get 
excuse me, you probably get a lot of enjoyment out of podcasts. Uh, why don't you share? Why don't you talk to someone in your life who doesn't conv- who doesn't listen to podcasts? Like, take their phone, install the podcast app, download a Jordan Jesse Go po- podcast for them, or even better, a show that they'll like, and and teach them about what you get out of podcasts. Show them how to Bluetooth their phone to their car stereo. Um, show them how to open that podcast app. Uh, subscribe to, I mean, stuff you should know. Probably. Yeah. Probably stuff you That's should know. It's a good place to start. Yeah, probably just, probably <laughs> it's just stuff super, you should know. It is super. My brother, my brother, noble. and me. Let's keep it in the family. Okay. Everybody yeah, likes those go. McElroys. Yeah, They're yeah, the best. Yeah. yeah. By the way, watch that McElroy's TV show on mm-hmm. CISO. As long as Wonderful we have, work. As good as work, you good, good boys. As long as, we have, as long as we have 25 minutes, I'd like to tell a poignant story about when I went to a retirement home and taught people how to oh download podcasts. I don't even think Fat Joe's going to be in this. Dan, number one, all stories have to have conflict. <laughs> Give me my rain stick. I'm You're going to have to fight one of these old people. <laughs> That's number one. And then number two, you're going to have to learn a lesson from this thing. Yeah. You don't learn a lesson. It's not a story, mm-hmm. Dan. And we that's know I, that. That's when I realized Jesse was hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> the moral of the story is Jesse is hurtful. No, it really has been fun seeing you guys. Yeah. And those are uh, – uh, I love your glasses and I love your underwear. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. I, the, the, uh, the other earnest thing that I was going to say mm-hmm. is I'm going to say for me personally, Dan Kennedy's Twitter – Top Great five Twitter. Twitters Great on the internet. Great Twitter. Follow what? Dan Kennedy if you're after not... you read his book. Follow him. This is not normal. Follow me on Twitter. You're, it's getting better. It's you one are, of those It school. is getting – you are almost there. It's I'm one of those Twitters. And I'm going to – Jordan, <laughs> I'm going to include your Twitter in hey, this as well. Luminales. Where yes. I'll see a funny mm-hmm. tweet. Yes. I'll star it. I'll go ahead and give mm-hmm. it a star. Sometimes I'll go ahead and give it a retweet. Mm-hmm. Then I'll say to myself – I love this guy. I'm going to go ahead and check out that timeline, see what I miss. Mm-hmm. I'm going to click through to twitter.com slash Dan Kennedy. Mm-hmm. What is it? Dan Kennedy NYC. Dan, Dan, Dan Kennedy, Kennedy NYC. underscore NYC. Dan Kennedy underscore NYC or Jordan underscore mm-hmm. Morris. Yep. And I'll look through. I'm click star. Oh, click star. Click star point. Star point. Mm-hmm. Star point. Star point. Star point. Passing out star points like it's going yep. out of style, mm-hmm. which it did yep. six months ago <laughs> yep. when it changed into hearts. <laughs> but and I don't know what this is like for you, Jordan, when you see your phone blowing up like that. But mm-hmm. for me, I'm inevitably in my apartment in New York, hunched over the the sink in the kitchen, eating a quesadilla. And I see something lighting up on my phone, <laughs> and I just see like Jesse Thorne, Jesse Thorne, Jesse Thorne, and I just go, "How Jesse's the fuck? How SEO the... bot is at it again." Yeah, I just... <laughs> I just hold up my phone and I'm like, tell me how the fuck my life's not working out again? Because look at this. Same thing for me, but instead of hunched over eating a quesadilla, I'm pulling myself off. (laughs) I'm handing out a thermos. Yeah. (laughs) Same thing for me, but I'm having one of those real nice dinners with my friend Jamie Kennedy. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. The Jamie Kennedy experience. (laughs) Well, Noel, that's when you hire Jamie Kennedy to (laughs) jerk you off. (laughs) But what you really want is emotional intimacy. Mm. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Co. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.